The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Trevor Flynn. I'm Peter Dancy. I'm Ben Haworth. And I'm Jack Newman, and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. Yeah, this week... Get ready for the jam. Sorry, how does it go? God damn it. All right, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. It's all nonsense. They're lyrics, but I mean, you know, it's fine. I love that song so much. This is this is the one that is like really hard for me because like it's this is not like by any stretch like a terrible movie, but like it's just so buried under nostalgia for me that I like I like can't handle it to watch this movie. And I love LeBron. I actually think he has got more acting, but we're going to get to it before I give away too much of my own thought process. This week, we're going to be watch. We're going to be reviewing Space Jam, a new legacy starring LeBron James, directed by Malcolm D. Lee, released on July 16, 2021. It's on HBO, whatever it's called. It's the HBO Max. one. HBO Max. Max. Yeah, okay, cool. I love, we just need to create a word cloud of all the secondary words that these providers choose. It's like Disney Plus. plus. Yeah, it's like plus, it's plus Max, yeah, or something. Or Prime. Yeah, it's like, a, well, Prime. Prime is their everything. Yeah. yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's it, At least it's not something like Verbo, which is like the one that I'm just like, stop. You gotta, you gotta have a vowel. Fubo, voodoo, who do you do? Do what? Remind me of the babe. Yeah. Tr- trust me. The, <sighs> trust me. The the extended community ones for anime are like so bad. Like Crunchyroll is like okay, if perhaps possibly offensive. <laughs> um, but like there's the Olympics and they just NBC's advertising Peacock and they try to use it as a verb in their ads. Like that's a thing people do. Do you Peacock? Oh, really? I Peacock on the couch. Ooh. I Peacock I, I, on I the go. Oh, First Stop off, it. first off, you can't Stop. have a verb that already has cock inside of it. You just made it too bad. <laughs> to you cock? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you, you've made that way too easy to land blast. You're not even trying. Like I, I Very just true. like maybe like I can see the memes right now. Like maybe rainbow or something. I don't know. Like something. Uh, I don't know, man. That that was always like a weird mascot to me. Anyways, Space Jam, a new legacy. All right. So superstar LeBron James and his young son Dom get trapped in a digital space by a rogue AI to get to get on a safe to get home safely. LeBron teams up with Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck and the rest of the Looney Tunes gang for a high stakes basketball game against the AI's digitized champions of the court, a powered up roster called the Goon Squad. Obviously, this is a remake. Uh, remake, Jesus, remake. of the nineteen. It's a re, it's a remake of the nineteen ninety six uh, classic Space Jam. Uh, get ready to jam, which I just love that tagline. I just love. I just. I think that's like the the tagline is perfect for Space Jam because it's just get Space Jam. Get ready to jam, and I'm just like that is such a basic perfect movie, and I love. I love I, I, I it, it is built around Michael Jordan. It was again his career. And it's one of those things where it's just like the, it, it It was uh, directed by Joe Patika. And I just want to write off some, some of the elements here because obviously it's a new legacy. It is playing on the original Space Jam, but it's doing a lot of things different. And before I get down and give out my 45 seconds of dialogue that I have to talk about this movie, I want to go around the horn here and talk about people and their experiences, both with Space Jam and what you thought of the new movie. So let's uh, let's rev up here and go to Peter. Uh, well, I definitely remember seeing space, well, watching Space Jam several times on the video cassette space that I had as a Jam, child. So all right. that was a, it was always a fun experience to watch that and 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 let laugh at the jokes that were of course tailored to kids, just like just sound and look goofy. So going into this, it was like, okay, I know it's going to be completely different uh, because I am now an adult and not a like seven, eight, nine year old child. Um, <clears throat> And so, and so I guess like being an adult and then wa- and see- seeing mm-hmm. its transformation to, oh, this is just uh, Warner Brothers kind of advertising everything that it has done over the past however many decades, blah, blah, blah. It's like, this is quite different. This is quite a different movie rather than just, r- rather than just um, zany antics of their, of, of, of their animated characters, of a small group of animated characters. Yeah, uh, toss Owen all over to Trevor. Big fan of the original Space Jam. 
um, a bigger fan. I'm just I haven't watched it since childhood. It was one of those VHSs yeah. we didn't own, but like I would have I would just get the itch and I would check it out from Blockbuster and we would order pizza and it was Space Jam and pizza and it was like a thing. I don't know. And I just assumed I would go back and all this stuff I've heard about it since um, about being like this product of 90s commercialism where like the commercial was so good and the merch was so good. They had to make a movie and like going back and watching the OG Space Jam after uh, New Legacy. I just like about my biggest takeaway from all this is what what a. Uh, what a classic of animation <laughs> cinema. <laughs> it's such a, a masterpiece compared yeah. to what I uh, am most. I, I've got it up right now because I've mostly forgotten it. Like, I, I forget. Like, we, we've, we've been, like, bringing up all the cameos and stuff. Uh, cameos. I don't know what to call them. Crossovers, I guess. Um to the extended Warner Brothers universe. And there's just so many right next to each other that I, I forgot they shoved Mad Max in there just because, you know, that was a recent thing that happened. You know, <laughs> I think... Um, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's also... It's, I, I also think that it's interesting because you get your 90... Like, this is the 96. This is the last... Space Jam was kind of the last of that run of those perfect, like, the... You know, because Ro- Who Framed Roger Rabbit was 1988. And then you got this run-up of just, like, the tunes in the real world. And it's like these... They're doing they're doing superimposed uh, elements of this tune. And it's kind of... Right after this is when digital kind of takes over. And I just... I feel like they are making jokes about digital. And I just feel like it's... It, they're like... They're like just... It's kind of spitting in the eye of a problem, which is they make my- some really unfortunate choices in the original Space Jam to experiment with CG that are nightmarish, absolutely nightmarish. When I go that's back fair. and watch them today, you're they, saying uh, that what, what, flat what, what, what Wayne Knight isn't your favorite image in any film? You mean ever? fatter Wayne Knight? No, flat him up flat. Then, when he oh, gets flat. Flattened. Oh, sorry, I was so digitally sorry. flattened yeah. and it's a nightmare. And yeah, it's a it, Cronenbergian nightmare. It's, yeah, it they is, ball up is. MJ into a basketball, and he makes this okay, yeah, no, disembodied really sound. But, but it also it like was <laughs> kind of Cronenberg-y because it freaked kids out a little bit to see like, and it also did the age old thing of like, what happens if Looney Tunes was real, and then it does it, and you're sitting there like, that's fucked up. We knew that was going to be fucked up, but even the kids are kind of aware that that's fucked up, and I, I. For me, that just is the experience of Space Jam. Everything that was bad about Space, like again, I'm not holding up to, to defending these elements of it. I'm just, just saying that, like I, I, I have this weight on this review for me because it's just such a, it's every every bit of it is so nostalgic for me. And I went back and watched the original Space Jam, which was a huge mistake in reviewing this movie. I feel like, um, but yeah, I actually haven't thrown tossed a bin, and I know you you're ripped red and ready, and you're ripped roaring and ready to go. Rip, <laughs> rip, <laughs> I'm right so curious and to hear what you have right to say, honestly. And- rationed and I don't know all the R words uh, this is uh, this is a film that uh, by the end of the movie um, the Droogs from Clockwork Orange Iron Giant uh, the Nun from Ken Russell's The Devils oh my god the uh, Ice Zombies from Game of Thrones are all watching uh, animated characters play basketball with LeBron James and I go who the fuck is this for uh and i the only answer i can come up with is um evil at&t executives who went and said hey netflix and disney plus is a thing can we have a disney plus and warner brothers is like i don't know disney spent like 70 decades defining their brand and now people know (laughs) disney movie is and they're like we just kind of make movies and shows and they're like "Mm, it's not good enough uh so we really need you to really point out to what a Warner Brothers film is. Um, so, yeah, let's really push that forward as much as possible. Um, this is a disgusting film that is heinous oh. and awful and uh, an affront to everything that I like about movies. It changes all movies into <laughs> digital algorithms and tries to like think it's better than that. Like it's like a movie where they go like, well, we're going to digitally insert you into all these things. And LeBron James is like, that's a terrible idea. And then they do that. <laughs> and then Apparently they the first draft of the script right, yeah. was more like actually yeah. critical. And then they, they, they changed it to just do the thing. Right? And then they're like, well, they do it constantly where they're like, oh, I don't like how the Looney Tunes look. So I'm going to turn you into digital Looney Tunes. And then at the end, they're like, yeah, we look terrible. So we're going back to being 
2D Looney Tunes. Like, but you Which, did actually do yeah, that. Yeah, you, you did, did it for 90% of the movie. You, you don't actually, get to walk away. <laughs> you did actually model and come up with and create digital fur for fucking Bugs Bunny and shit. Like, Looks awful. You know. All to show that they and, could. And the, the the this is a movie that spends the first 30 minutes of LeBron James in board meetings with Warner Brothers executives talking <laughs> about IP. So, like, kids are immediately done. You know? Yeah, it was. I, I, I did hear that. The, yeah. The animation, I think, is really bad. I think the, 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 the Looney Tunes is really bad. It's just a film that I don't get what it is for other than to be like, hey, get HBO Max because look at all these movies we have. Like, it just feels like. And it's so weird to say because the Space Jam was a giant commercial. There's that you know infamous line in the first Space Jam where he's like, you "Get on your Nikes, we're going to Burger King and drink a Pepsi." Eat your and, like he literally yeah, lists yeah, like yeah. fifteen product placements in one line. Yeah. But it's like, it's funny in the context. It's funny all. in the context. Just right, it, like, it rides right. That, I didn't like, get that as a kid. I went and watched that. I was like, "Oh, now I get that line." It, it's 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 it runs in that Wayne World Wayne's World line where they're both doing product placement and also making fun of product placement. You know, yeah. But this one, it, it just does feel so cynical, so bored oriented. It just nothing about it worked for me, and I just found it really. Really painful to, to to you know turn something like the Matrix into planet that has floating red and blue pills, and I'm just like, which is what makes which is what makes the character, character algae rhythm even more insidious because it's like this is literally you exactly exactly, and that's just <laughs> what just drove me the most crazy. It's like this film is what algae rhythm would make, <laughs> like that's the whole point, and, and you can't so just like succeeded. lampshade it and be like well, this is bad, but here's also two hours of it. It's like ugh. I, I think there was definitely like a, there were definitely versions of this script that got chimera together, if I had to guess. And somehow, oh, yeah, there's like seven writers or something. Yeah, crazy like yeah. That. yeah. And and I think one of the other elements, too, is that there was just no final draft person that should have said maybe making jokes about the movie that we're actually making is a terrible fucking idea because they do lampshade the whole thing multiple times. And it's one of those things, too, where I got to point this out, guys audience scores are pretty high on this. Mm -hmm. Like I agree with you guys. Like this is, and this is like the tomato meter and I'm sorry, I'm tired of seeing screen rants, all the articles they're posting about how space jam two's bad reviews are missing the point. I just, sorry, screen rant this week, like drove me. What is the point? I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't, I, I don't want to, at I, first time I'm, I'm mad at myself for even mentioning them. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> like, the, sorry, they, 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 they put out, they just like vomited out their ass this week. And I'm just like angry about it. Like I've never, like there's been, it's been two weeks and I don't care about this movie. And I cared so much about that article that I was pissed off about. I'm, 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 I'm going to make some mentions of it and I'm mad at myself for doing that, but we'll get back to that. The tomato, the tomato meter for space jam is 29% on critics, 80% on audience score, which is a differentiation, which is suggesting to a lot of people that uh, and, and again I think that this is probably not a terrible COVID turn it on for the kids movie which I dis I agree with Ben it's board meetings with LeBron James and it's almost like sports fans and that's the difference because Michael Jordan had a little bit more of a brand that could connect to kids a little bit better than LeBron James since it's more about he's more of a sports fan he's more older people's take and it's just I do feel like this is a little bit I mean actually I don't know I actually don't know if LeBron James connects with kids or not to be honest with you I LeBron say. James is. I mean, the thing about LeBron James that's tough is it's like, uh, to me, like when I was a kid, I knew about Michael Jordan, even though I never watched Michael Jordan. Like that was just kind of the weird thing where like Michael Jordan was so ever present in culture, and so like when I went to the movie and it was all about him playing baseball, it was like, oh, we remember Michael Jordan played baseball, and we all laughed about like how he wasn't good at baseball. You know, he actually kind of apparently was like decent at baseball, but he just, wasn't you know, bad. He wasn't by any stretch. Like he not he as bad had, as to make it look in the Space Jam, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. But, oh, yeah, but no, he no, no, he legitimately no. was like like a low tier major league player. Like he's he wasn't even like he was in the league. Like he he and he was legitimately able to be in the major leagues. Like that's that is an accomplishment. Was major or minor? <laughs> no, he I, was major. He was major for a short while. Top of the minors, but I don't know. Am I we'll am I mistaken? Check. Or I might be. I'll check. But uh. <laughs> But, but yeah, so like there is something that and, and the, there's just an element here where like I had to be explained by a basketball fan so many of the basketball jokes because <laughs> like granted I don't watch basketball right now. So that's partly on me. But like there is an element where it just LeBron nice. is like clearly very famous and very like obviously beloved in his abilities and everything. But like I don't think there's as much outside of like maybe 
the decision and him going to Miami and that kind of thing. Other than that, yeah. that I really, you know, you know about him from the heat and that he was a villain, which is a very different background to pilot yes. this movie over the top of. We know of him as that, like those ads where he's like, am I a villain? That's like the cultural moment for LeBron James. Right. And that's, that's right. and, and, and that yeah. is a problem. I'm sorry. It, 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 it's, it's the second part of the, of like the cultural moment for, 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 Le, for LeBron, because when Tesla he was, too. when he first came on the scene, he was, he, even when, even at his beginning, he was called the second coming of Michael Jordan. So like, that's wow. what has to find, that's pretty much what, not, not a, unfairly, part of what's, not, unfa- not unfair, not he's, unfairly he's at all, but like, a it's, it's, crazy it's, it's, good, it's a big part of what is to find his to find his career from day one and i've to, seen to a lot of articles i'm oh, sorry i've seen a lot of because of that you know like it feels like this movie exists because he's like well i have to do a space jam you know and, and i'm not upset with somebody trying to do space jam i think the issue here is that somebody trying to do this space jam and here's the other thing too i'm gonna go out on a limb here and actually say this i think lebron james has more personal charisma than michael jordan ever did which i think i'll agree i i, I think that he is very uh what's what's the word he is playing the role very understated in the first i think i think lebron is very good in train wreck and that was like the big reason why people are like well okay maybe he can't do a space jam you know that was and, why yeah and and i think he's worse here i think he is a better overall actor than Michael Jordan, but I think he's a less interesting screen presence. If Dude, that makes sense. Eddie Murphy mm. was on the tr- was on the, on on the set. His friend is Eddie Murphy was on the set of home of of Trainwreck and was sitting there off to the side, just making up jokes for him as yeah, they were sitting there. You there. Go. So like like I was like, <laughs> oh. can Eddie Murphy Murphy be be funny for a cameo? Fucking hell, yes, he is. Eddie Murphy's still funny. I'm sorry, he always oh, has very funny. Oh, even very if, funny. even if no one will he put him in anything. He just needs to pick better projects. But he's <laughs> that's very, exactly right. Mm. Stop <laughs> doing Norbit. I'm sorry. Okay, is well, his last like, couple <laughs> movies were pretty good. No, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just like, well, the, there the, it is. The Dolomite movie he made is pretty good. If you haven't seen it. Oh shit, I hadn't I hadn't seen. Sorry, maybe this is me having given up on him so maybe it's yeah, my fault uh, is that that one coming to that. america was it's like oh, me giving up on adam sandler for the past 15 years the, the uh, new coming to america was uh, okay. the diamond the adam sandler diamond one was actually very good i actually quite like and, that and, 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 well, and that, yes and that's but like whenever like, he does because series, i've given up on adam yeah. sandler i i didn't even bother with the, with the diamond and it's movie. actually like a really good dark 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 movie and it's very just as i've been told weird yeah. with sandler. and there's some <laughs> trippy shit in it which i love that's a great movie i love uncut i do i love that movie and i'm always like but every once in a while you're just like taking a step back you're like is adam sandler just like acting is that like just a normal thing that well, he does sometimes adam sandler will every like five ten years be like i'll do a serious movie and you're like you're so good and he'll just be like, fuck nah. off and then he'll just <laughs> no. he'll go back to it he joked that like we didn't get an oscar nomination he would make the worst movie possible and he didn't get an oscar nomination dude he he bought like all of like that cast of like grown-ups like a mclaren p1 like after they did grown-ups or something Jesus. and i'm just like that's like a million dollar car and i'm just sort of like yeah. he's just like everybody have six million of these cars Being I'm sure Adam cool. friend is the best For game in hollywood man it i really i really is. do and that's like <laughs> I, I really do think that's true i do think that's i do think that they go to these grown-ups things and they're really just drinking and fucking around all day no, i mean grown-ups 2 literally was built around like adam Sandler. And being like, I heard Schlitterbahn's cool. I want to go to Schlitterbahn. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, what that's, what that's what happened. He's just fucking around, and Netflix just pays for it's it. It's like a Bond movie. They just decide where they want to go, and then they write the movie. No, oh, yeah, that's that's what that's how the Africa one happened. He's like, I want to go to Africa. Can somebody like expense me a trip to Africa in movie form? And that's what <laughs> happens. That's how that movie got made. And he's yeah. like doing. He's like not even in that movie. <laughs> God damn. So and wild. Jack and Jill was another water vacation he was doing, which I I think yeah, Jack and Jill literally has like a, a commercial for carnival cruise lines because they're like can i can we have a carnival cruise for three weeks for free <laughs> like if i make a commercial for you in my movie yeah that was uh that was probably not a great investment from carnival cruise <laughs> that's probably the only time that that breaks down every any other thing i think that's probably fine like schlitterbahn like every time i see grown-ups i want to go to Sh- grown-ups too i want to go to schlitterbahn but at the same time i, I for carnival for that for every t- I, i'm not gonna pretend i haven't seen jack and jill more than like half of it so yeah okay i watched half and i was done guys i'm sorry <laughs> uh yeah back to space jam yeah i i think that this is pretty self-explanatory for me and there's a lot of things that i want to kind of get to here i think that overall for me a little bit the biggest issue here is that the cg just gives the fuck up like and i and I, and that's the thing too the monsters and this are beyond appalling 
that's the thing that really throws me off is that like I don't understand how this 96 movie makes this look like trash a 2021 movie look like total fucking trash at least as far as the monsters are and it's one of those things where I understand that this was Space Jam the original wasn't that expensive like it was expensive to make and it was like Jordan's passion project and that's how they got Bill Murray for free and all junk like that Mm. Mm. but I still feel like LeBron James has a lot of tie-ins and he's got people coming into this movie all over the place and they got Don Cheadle just, or they have the corpse of Don Cheadle. Corpse <laughs> of Don Cheadle. Hey, he's <laughs> acting. Yeah. He's acting. Still doing things. It, sure. it is wild that I just heard this, that apparently the first, it's like his first non-Marvel movie, Marvel movies he's done in the last like six years is this and uh, a really great movie on HBO Max called No Sudden Move. And no one's heard of that one. And everyone will see this movie, <laughs> which is a real bummer to be like, Don Cheadle's really good actor. But, you know, yeah, I, 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 I don't I don't blame it. Maybe right he's a big LeBron James fan, like, like I, how Bill I Murray hope. was a huge Michael Jordan fan or something. Or maybe he has kids. <laughs> well no that's that's and that is like the classic example of space jam it's like man like this is the thing like i just i just don't i, I, I doubt that i'm going to share this with people and i like one i wanted to see a kid go see this and be like as magicked by this as i was as a kid and that's the thing too I, it's one of those things where the original space jam is built around michael as a straight man and it works because he's just like he just comes in and he's like i'm going to underreact to bugs bunny just being there and turning me into a basketball and oh my god i just got this like he's he's not michael Stop jordan is not a bugs good bunny. get some he, yeah he's not he's like why don't you try my special juice and now it's all fake because it's in your heart at the same time but it's i'm michael jordan i'm gonna tell you that it was you you need to believe in yourself and i'm like well shit six-year-old jack yeah i believe in myself now that's that's how that works that's how that works (laughs) because it stars flattened bugs bunny and i took that personally yeah. yeah, it's 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 it 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 he's it, it works because ironically the funny thing in that movie is actually Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny kind of playing off Michael Jordan. And it works because he's such a great straight man and he's such a cultural icon that he has his own gravity in the context of that movie and it works and it only works for him. And that's one of the problems here is that that formula does not work with LeBron and that's different because I think LeBron can act circles. I really honestly do think he can act circles around Michael Jordan that's not saying much but at the same time I do think the problem is is that that movie was kind of built around this idea of legacy and believing in yourself and it built it around the fact that Michael needed to believe in himself and did and if you believe in yourself just like Michael Jordan you can do anything and that's the magical thing about Space Jam it's maybe a little you bit can more fly. you can stretch your arm magically to be a tune yes. at the last minute in the game right. and yeah it, you can yeah. there are more yeah. chiefs in that movie <laughs> in the I, and I think be- that's, that is exactly right name a motif in this movie like trevor has an cheating. excellent point cheating is a motif <laughs> cheating, okay. uh, yeah, a glitch a glitch is a motif a it, it's gotta be a, uh, i don't think it's used why are we taking but. it to digital space this is the other thing too like what what was so wrong about the premise of toon world that we needed to make it all digital you know it's well, funny this to is go also back where Sorry, realized that the original Toon World was in the center of the Earth. <laughs> it's like not actually in space. In the first movie, they do the Hollow Earth theory, yeah. and we <laughs> all just right. accept it's it. It's not even space or it's a not jam. Space <laughs> they went down and they went down there and transferred it all once they realized it was there. It's yeah. like, nope, can't have you there. No, and well, and, the thing, and well, now it is one, this I, one. I, I think the implication then is that this Bugs Bunny is a digital avatar of the real Bugs Bunny. Like, is he mm-hmm. really the real Bugs Bunny, or was the real Bugs Bunny turned to a digital creation? Things you know, to think about for Space Jam: A New Legacy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <but> <laughs> no, no, my, my main point, though, for this is that like. It's it's it, another thing that's very frustrating. Is it just feels like AT and T going like, ah, but you know what's a real killer is these video games. So maybe instead of a basketball game, it should be a video game. And like, I think there's something to that. And I think there could have been something if it was a an actual basketball video game, even if it did have power ups or stuff. But the fact that the score is just so fucking arbitrary. They just put those CG like, this, yeah. like exhausting. You know? They slide those I mean, power ups I mean, in I, like under their feet after the fact that they shot. You know, I mean, it's like pretty obvious. Except for like yeah, the one at the no end. There's no rival reason how you get a power up. There's no meter. There's no like, you know, you got to build like there's there. Even if you kept it as a video game and even kept like a whole like, oh, if you get, you know, this, you get a 10 points instead of five points. Like if there was some kind of 
consistent rule and and it's all about you know oh you have to respect your son's vision and you have to play on his rules and like that could work but there were no rules it was just like do whatever the fuck you want and then the score is just kind of decided you, you gotta I, give I, credit I say, go ahead peter i will say i'm from for my from my point with from my end with with that like yes the whole them how they scored and everything it was arbitrary and it, and it didn't make sense but but at least from what i know i would i would say probably at least a part of why they decided to make it based around a video game is because in the past 20 years at, at the very least i'm not sure about the 90s but in the past 20 years or at least ever since the series started there's been a huge popularity for the for those who play for those, for those who play sports games particularly basketball playing play, playing 2k that because because i know even for my brother that 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 has been a, that has been kind of or one of one of my brothers that's been a kind of a constant thing for him for the past like 10 years at least of just of just a video game that he plays with 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 himself and his friends so having it so having it be a video game could have could have came at least from that and then they were like well how can we make it work for looney tunes oh power-ups and weird stuff just be, to kind of like even even in that sense kind of harken back to like sports games of the 90s where of the 90s with like basketball like basketball and football where, where, you, where you'd be using like monsters and robots and aliens and, and just like weird kooky Thing, weird cookie things that, that don't of course don't exist in the real world so like i can at least understand or at least think to understand the the, the mindset of what could have drove them to say make it a video game make it weird power-ups make point make the points not matter like it's fucking whose line but see then again i think that's like a a, a problem of like not understanding where kids are at because you're totally right like 2k and fifa like these are some of the best selling games FIFA, in the world yeah. you know like but they are very realistic like those arcade style games like a nba jam and, and notably space jam had an nba jam clone that was just like a reskin nba jam with michael jordan and the tunes that he play in your ms dos uh fun game all the def jam games um uh, and uh yeah the def jam games the three on three games and stuff like that like the street basketball games like those kind of have yeah. died out versus like a very realistic the the players are all real their stats are all real based on real people so i think in a sense like they're miscalculating that real kids know how these games work on a granular level than maybe even kids certainly more than kids my age like when i played nba jam i just knew that you went and then you smash it and then he goes he's on fire (laughs) you know like now kids now have to be like "Mm, what's my like what's this character like rebound percentage you know is he good for my overall team like kids are probably way more into basketball fundamentals than they are previously now i understand that doesn't really work for because of video games yeah but uh, but i think that's where it just gets frustrating it's like i think you can do an arcade style video game like they did with power-ups and stuff as long as it's like consistent but there's no consistency whatsoever it's all no there's not it's it's all just bullshit window dressing, which is amazing. Which is I think the amazing thing about the original uh, tune element of of Space Jam is that it actually weirdly is weirdly as all the tune shenanigans it was like it was a comedy bit and so like but the rules of basketball weirdly were observed <laughs> like that's and it is and it's well some, some respects, yeah. I I think Loosely. you know. Uh, yeah, there's still two point baskets, right? Like each shot is two points, but like you have the monsters like essentially the difference in that movie is like the monsters are just committing fouls <laughs> like using physical violence in like a really graphic rude way to to just uh, and, and for, I'm, for I'm their part and the looney it, tunes are like doing like just having to embrace their looniness in, in that in order to compete with them but yes they're still playing basketball and that's the I, difference like there aren't rules necessarily but there are states and somehow that works in the first one i, I think no points. i think i think it works very specifically because you're using montage elements to make jokes but at the same time the movie is very well edited and it gives a sense of pace and structure and who's winning that game which is more important than coming up with random rules that seem arbitrary and that's a thing too it's like you know it, it that at least like the whole element is just trying to look through a basketball game through the loons of the lady tunes which in a weird sort of way makes way more sense than the lens of this weird video game world that has no rules like i i still understand everybody understands and has seen a bug bug bugs bunny cartoon they understand the rules that like hitting somebody with a hammer doesn't work or the fact that like sit like what if, what if sam shooting somebody i love i love that scene in the space jam the original where sam just like takes out pistols and starts shooting at somebody i just i don't know why that one always cracks me up it cracks me up and now i don't know why like 
like i just like i was like those are just guns that's weird (laughs) it is weird that he just (laughs) a violent psychopath (laughs) yeah he's just a violent psychopath that hauls out two six shooters and just unloads into their feet and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> and like one of them actually gets hit in the one of the monsters gets hit in the foot and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> he just shot that guy's foot also this is another joke for looney tunes and, and they, they, oh they, you have to you have to always pay attention to the evolution of the looney tunes show and everything else that's been happening in the looney tunes verse and how it would kind of made a comeback but also it's kind of evil and like a sense and there's this element of the classic looney tunes and the elements that were problematic in the classic looney tunes are like for instance lola bunny in the original movie is like just a sex icon that's just a that's just she is sexy bugs bunny in that first movie and that's and and i hate to say that like it's weirder that they try to make her a character in this one like they don't take the existing furry bait like just don't have her as a i guess like you want to have female characters and looney tunes are kind of i mean i'm trying to think of another female looney tunes like instead of like being like well okay her sex pod personality doesn't work let's give her no personality (laughs) that's that's the issue right like that's the issue voiced by zendaya which is crazy Oh wow! Tell it because oh my god, you're right. She yeah. does nothing in this movie, and it's like all she does is go like LeBron, your son. <laughs> you're like she could be voiced by Alexa. Like it doesn't I, I, need to I, be anyone with any or personality like, whatsoever. She just said, she "Got you, LeBron," and I'm just sort of like, I I don't know, man. Like ah, it's 1996. Lola Boney was setting Jack on a course that we could talk about all day in Animania. But anyways, we're not going to get into that specific. And we will in the next week's episode. No, no, coming to you. no, no, it's not. Uh, it, it, it's just, uh, yeah. I think what we're hitting upon is that there's actually a definite lack of character when it comes to the Looney Tunes themselves in this one. I mean, they still do jokes like they tell Sam to shoot the ball and he shoots the ball and it's still funny. But um, there's other stuff like I was rewatching the original and like, Daff and Bugs have whole conversations together. In the first one, they talk about yeah. how they're being exploited by Warner Brothers not getting a big enough share of the merch deals. <laughs> and just that kind of like, that's real, man. There's some realism to that. And I don't think, you know, they focus so much more on the human story in this one. And Which is to its detriment because the human side so, of it, it's yeah. like a Transformer yeah. situation. Ironically, oh my god, I was just about to say that Space Jam makes Space Jam. The original Space Jam said, "You know what's great? Bugs Bunny. Let's obscure Michael as much as possible to let Bugs Bunny run around and make jokes with Daffy Duck." Which is, I'm sorry, what I showed up for. I love the Michael Jordan story, I do, but at the same time, like if you're gonna have a a, a, a product, it, well, yeah, it, it and, probably and, is more interesting and, to have Bugs Bunny talk to you, and it is. Like, we don't it's hard to tell where the looney tunes are for most kids right now because like our generation was in this really weird spot where like i grew up with the looney tunes and cartoon network because looney tunes were cheap mm-hmm. from 40 mm-hmm. fucking years ago at the point at that point and they just would put them all in these like condensed blocks yeah. and like to me the looney tunes were fresh even boomerang even baby years old like i remember once yeah. like being like, oh, I just saw this. This is a different example, but I was I was talking to my friends. I was like, I just saw this new anime called Loop on the Third, and they were like, uh, that's from like the fucking seventies, dude. <laughs> like they were like, that's ancient. Also, also, yeah. fuck that guy and his no, but, uh, inability to just, Google. Uh, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> at the time. I, I really don't know how kids view Looney Make maybe they grew up with them on YouTube and stuff. Like, but I. It- I mean, I don't know if they really did because because I know I know there was I know there was a, a kind of a, a, a kind of I guess serialized serialized car, car, like Looney Tunes cartoon there was like in, one in, the, in the early twenty tens. There was two um, kind of I, I think there was one which was them like as superheroes, and that one was just trash. Don't even. No, it's awful, and there'll probably be. Don't some, know about that one at all. You know, Gen Z people who say it's great and don't listen to them. Um, but then there was one that was like okay-ish, which was like yeah, like a Seinfeldian modern world. But I it was love it, the suburb version. Yeah. It, it is, <laughs> but it, but it is not a universe specific version yeah. of them that can make Space Jam. There, it is a no, yeah. very no, so like, different iteration of no, those they're characters. Adults. That's the whole that's point ex- of that. Show. That's the whole yeah, point. They're, they're, they're young Bugs adults, Bunny so, is just now an adult, and that's the point. I get that, but and it works, and so, but it doesn't work here. And so between the '90s and now, like, there's really not. There, there's not kind of a constant stream of of Looney Tunes stuff for them to really fall back on to say like, hey, this is why they're still relevant. Let's do something fun with them. It's more like let's bring right. them back to relevancy. That, and that's where it's also like 
CGI included. I wonder if kids it's would really, care because that's the because that's the thing. Well, it's confusing. At the days. same time, there's this reverence to like the old bits, like they do rabbit season, duck well, season, and they also and just think everybody will get that. Chungus, you know, which is just for the just for the kids. <laughs> which was <laughs> that, that was literally just for meme culture. I, I, yeah, did that was literally just to say, the, hey, the here's here's like, Chungus and LeBron it, it, animated it's, go. It's, <laughs> I think maybe they did because that was like a that's the only LeBron meme I know where he was like really. Pissed I don't off know. I, team. I don't remember. It's like Ugh. this. This movie is like too much overall, guys. Like, and it's one of those things to like the thinking of the medic power of Bugs Bunny and like the fact that he made Nimrod into a joke, and now we just associate Nimrod as something that's bad, as opposed to the fact that he's a, like a biblical hunter that's supposed to be great. So he's calling him like the, like that's my thing. The, the, the social cachet of Bugs Bunny is somehow so huge and so small currently at the same time that it is just another finger at Warner brothers that they have such mismanaged this element of like, what is just an inherent part for our cultural things. And now they've targeted at a new audience. And this movie is so explicitly an attempt to bring in new audiences and it fails at that. And my, I mean, I, I want to say it fails. I don't think it actually does, unfortunately, because people are watching this shit. So like, I don't know where to go with that, but at the same time, I just, it, it definitely is not targeted at this. I feel like there was an opportunity here. I feel like, I feel like if I was playing this ball myself, I'd say let's target the space jam nostalgia fair, which I, I mean, is not something I also may have criticized for, for over overly targeting our audience, which I guess is why you shouldn't listen to me ever. Um, <laughs> But at the same time, like, I, I think that, like, it's targeted towards kids. But Ben's right that I, I don't know how many kids actually connect with LeBron James in the same way that Michael Jordan was a, was was just a cultural slum slam dunk. And uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, I, I did it, but I hated it. Um, it was a joke worthy of this movie. Um, anyways, I just I just think over archingly it's just the looney tunes have come around and like not been able to maintain their cultural cachet and and as an element of that instead of being this as a as an in, in, in like introduction point to which you could watch this and then go back and watch the original space jam which i'm sorry still plays with kids today it still does there's also this underlying element that like people even in 96 were uncomfortable with looney tunes and the violence and everything else that i think is makes it a cultural product that was very interesting like that was the thing like i mean it was kind of crazy and I think that's the the value of it still is that you go back and see these old cartoons and you see him just like, um, you know, Porky Pig just unloading both barrels and you're like, what? <laughs> like, I, oh no, sorry, Elmer Fudd, my bad. I forget whoever. Um, but the point is, you 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 just it's just not a it's just not a thing that people were comfortable even in '96. And I think that there's been a a real push to kind of expunge Looney Tunes. And I really don't enjoy the versions of Looney Tunes that kind of have come out since then, because I just find them stripped of the character that made them funny in the first place to kids and to me now. Like if you go back and watch Tom and Jerry and it's just so bloodless that you're just sort of like, what the fuck? And it's weird that that is an associated thing that I need from Tom and Jerry is I need a little bit of that, like raunchy blood and bloodiness to that kid. That was the underlying element of the cartoons. And it's just, it's weird to think that we're just, even in the cartoon sector, we're so much more scared of the sense of violence of this, which is maybe a good thing and a bad thing. But at the same time, I'm just not interested in a Looney Tunes version of it that doesn't embrace the bloodiness that existed in that context of the whole subject matter. You're either going to do Looney Tunes or you're not going to do Looney Tunes. And I think maybe the current element of the world is saying we don't do Looney Tunes, but we sure as fuck don't want a watered down version of it. Like, fuck that. I'm sorry. I mean, that's probably why they, why, why, they, why in, instead of with, 96 is space jam they were like let's base it around the looney tunes and and michael jordan is just here with, with this time around they said looney tunes are here but we're, but, we're, but we're having it wrapped in the story of okay here is clearly clearly movie lebron because i don't feel like real life lebron would be like this with his kids but it's like movie lebron is being the kind of stereotypical 90s early 2000s dad of you will follow it in my footsteps and not let their child do what they want to do and it's like let's have that be the lesson of it rather rather than just have fun believing yourself it's like no have it have that be the story if that makes sense it did in my head yeah 
Uh, let's go ahead and put some scores on this bad boy. I think that's maybe the next step here. I don't know which direction to go with this. I'm I'm very torn about this. I actually don't honestly think it's that bad a, a movie overall. I agree with Ben. I think a lot of my issue here is both the nostalgia that exists previously to this series, but also a combination of like my issues with this series. But also, yeah, like uh, it's one of those things where the original Space Jam is like kind of a cynical cash grab not but cynical advertising experiment which is a lot of michael jordan's career is an advertising experiment to to some extent uh another day's discussion but on the same token like this is just a such a less graceful version of the same thing that it just it may expose issues in the original space jam but it still doesn't just touch it i don't know i'm gonna go ahead uh who wants to go first on the score list because i sure as fuck don't but you can guys can argue that i should i'll go first if nobody else wants to no no go ahead peter uh trevor um I guess I'll give it a two because I laughed a couple of times. Um, Out of I, ten? Yeah. I think, um, you know, uh, I, I got my wife to watch it with me because I didn't want to do it alone. And uh, at some point I was like, this is a mistake. You can go to sleep. She's like, it's just an ad. It's just an ad. And that's uh, that's it. Um, that and I think like the word for me is pretense. Like, there's a complete lack of it as in like, you know, they don't just put the Looney Tunes and all the other properties and show you the other property worlds. They have to put like the brand names on DC world. Like I see the DC animation, you know, I get that it's DC world, but I need that big DC sticker on there. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, um, Oh God, what else was I going to say? Shit. I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah. Lack of pretense for anything all of it i think um plays like an ad and uh i know i was gonna say something else but uh yeah all right leave it we'll, there. we'll go on to oh, uh, ben okay i also give it a two i'm with trevor <laughs> what oh my god yeah. okay ask quick question yes quick question no i was surprised were trevor, you at a two before uh, I trevor was be the lowest of two um no i, was, okay. I, was, okay. I told Kel can confirm that I told him yesterday earlier today that I could give it a two. Um, I hated this movie quite a bit. I found it really painful. Uh, I found it just a giant, like Trevor says, commercial, but also just like a giant like board meeting. It just feels like AT&T studio notes to like be like, here, bring this up and bring this up and you should bring this up because, you know, this is important. Um, it, it feels like brand management far more than a film um i think it's just because you make fun of your terrible premise and your terrible movie doesn't excuse it um i think it's really gross and awful and a lot of things i hate about modern filmmaking it makes me appreciate something like the marvel cinematic universe that actually while it is brand management actually does try to tell a story and have characters and stakes and emotions and this says none of that it is just brand management so um, I guess that's a plus. Um, and uh, I found it uh, gross and cynical. And uh, I hated Granny. Granny's the worst thing that's ever happened in cinema. Every time she was on screen, I wanted to die. I, I think old ladies <laughs> being fair. funny is that's the worst, fair. most boring that's thing. Fair. And they, they quadruple down <laughs> on it. And uh, when she's like in the Matrix kicking people, it's like, oh, yeah, this was a joke that was in Shrek uh, 20 years ago. Um it literally so uh, <laughs> yeah um just found it very 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 boring very annoying very frustrating um i don't know who it's for um because every reference either is like you have to be a huge basketball fan or a huge movie fan but it's not like really good if you're a basketball fan or a movie fan or a looney tunes fan it just felt really really frustrating so two out of ten Uh, Peter. Or do you want me to go next, I'm Peter? A, I'm actually going to give it a four. Yeah. No, I'm in there with you. The, like, granted, this is not me. Granted, this is not me saying that I think it's like, oh, it's like, it's okay. I mean, I will say it's at least okay if you're like taking your kids to see this movie because, yes, the stuff for Looney Tunes is stupid, but it's at least animated shit for the kids. 
Um, I'm gonna be honest. I actually, I actually kind of thought that, like that, that like the monsters and and, and like like all of the visual effects were not great, but they were okay. If I'm being honest, Peter, that's I, just how I saw. I love you. I don't really think we need to justify fours. Like fours is still I, a, a five as a recommendation on this scale. None of us have recommended this movie. I, I, I think, know. Like I know that I, I know, know I know that Ben and Trevor are bobbing it, but I don't think the need like we don't need to go. <laughs> like no offense to you guys, but I don't think the need to go to two, two times zero is still here. zero. Like, so I, you I love you both. <laughs> I, I I know I know I am not I'm not like giving shit to either one of you exactly, but like when exactly, I give it a four exactly. I'm not like trying to shit on you at all <laughs> like can we not can we not have a shit we just need to move this scale to a five to make all this like way simpler that's like what we need to do I'm sorry anyway <laughs> like please continue Peter I'm sorry <laughs> you know, it, 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 it was it was sad to see how self-referential WB was trying to be with all of their shit even I even I can admit that because it's like you don't you, you don't have to do this. I don't need to see Clockwork Orange in the audience of this shit. I don't need to have Don Cheadle, who even himself, even taking away the his, his new HBO Max movie, was already in a film distributed by WB in Ocean's 13. So even he is like just a re- technically a rehashing of a character they've already had in a film. They, they liter- if they wanted to, they literally could have had a double of him in the crowd as, as like a character if they really wanted to. Um, but no, like it's, this movie is okay. If you, if you want to see it with kids, otherwise it's, it's a slog that makes little sense and you will walk away. You'll, you'll, you'll walk away forgetting it in part, in part, because there was, there was no opening song equivalent to the original space jam the song that they played in like in the montage of like here are all of lebron's achievements and stuff while he while he has been a basketball star was so not as high energy so subdued to what was happening on screen that i was like (laughs) i hear the song playing but i know and i have forgotten it in two minutes two minutes after that i had no idea what song they were playing couldn't tell you the melody and it's like it, it it it's I'm an adult, full grown ass man, and I and even though I don't know all the words, I can still like if someone starts playing "Come on and Slam" and "Welcome to the Jam." Come on and Slam and welcome to the Jam. It is an immediate call and response thing to me, and this movie was kind of lacking basically that, like the, the call and response of movie reference. Say this in response because you know what's going on. Original like, on. Space Jam, even though it has a, a a chronic childhood peer on it, like is. Uh, it's a 10 just it's on a, music it, like that's that's the issue like i hate just a 10 just a 10 oh it's yeah a, a, ten, a 10 on music and and being and being able to go back to those references like i i, I still remember this specific moment of when of when one of the monsters like just walks up to daffy duck and slaps the shit out of him into the ground and pulls him back up and he's just flat and his pe- his head pops up and says but mommy i don't want to go to school today i want to stay home and bake cookies with you like come on also weird but also fantastic i love just how underlyingly weird some of the looney tunes jokes are that's the other thing yeah. too that's that's the element that's the thing that's the underlying element for me here is that classic looney tunes are kind of weird and off the wall and it works for them they have been corporately sucked dry of their fangs and it doesn't. And, and there's just, there's, there's just too many elements that have been pulled out of this mess to ever make it a good gumbo again. And that's what works for the classic space jam. You took everything and you threw it against the wall and it came out so goddamn zany with great music that you're almost electrified to get back into the thing. It just, they took a bunch of like corporate shit, put it in a pile and it works and it's weird that it works. And you, but you also like the element of it working makes me years later, look at this thing and go, when this, works this really works i love it ha! and then and now we're seeing a version of it where they are literally pointing the finger at themselves with algebraism but they still made the fucking movie i, I hate yeah I, it's one of those things too where i hate this is like this is like one of those hey jack oh! yo Lower my score to a three. Yeah! <laughs> uh, talking about it is making us rough. I gotta do math again, Peter. Damn it! <laughs> I'm just joking. Sorry. No, I'm joking. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I... I, uh, I I I think that overall, 
like I really do think that like it, the element of here and this is and this I don't want to come across as like indicating that there's anything bad about like modern media like we're, t- we're there is real good reasons while we're all looking at media from past and present and really being critical about that and there is a theme in the media and theme of everywhere else that we're being more critical about the media from the past and yeah it's one of those things where it's like I don't necessarily know that I really want to like have my children if I have them see classic Looney Tunes but at the same time I still understand that I have a nostalgic vibe with it the version of the Looney Tunes the only thing I want to see that the only thing that really works is that version of the Looney Tunes that has that underlying bite and cynicism and also like aggressive subcult like cultural subcontext seeing that bled out of them makes them unbearable to me and that's the element to them the the Looney Tunes are unbearable but also seeing like like LeBron like I don't care how good you are you no one is good enough to just make that work and that's the thing and LeBron is okay at best and that's the problem and it's just on top of everything it just feels very bad on top of like the cg element making it like because i mean that's the other thing too you gotta realize the original space jam you know you can talk about the cronenberg moments all you want guys but those just enhance by the fact that they don't work the elements that aren't working in that movie that secretly make it work all the more because you're just freaked out by the fact that michael jordan is a ball (laughs) like like it's one of those things where it's like everything that shouldn't work in that movie secretly somehow underlying works and just mixes into a gumbo of bullshit that just comes out you're like oh well this is the best thing ever made what happened oh jesus (laughs) and that's the thing none of that magic is here none of that magic is here it's all corporate and cynical and every element of possible offensiveness out of them is bled and left with just these underlying inherent jokes uh that just that just really yeah they're just they're just they're just bad they're just bad i was a four but i'll come down to a three too y'all have convinced me and also i they are jokes being they're jokes that were written that, that were written by people who are trying to trying to connect with the gen z of today and you can tell and i'm gonna that's the problem i'll say this the only reason i won't go down to a two ever is because i gave a two to earwig and the witch and that's the that's that's the no 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 actually you know what it has to be a four for me it has to be a four I gave where do we give earwig uh, I don't remember uh, yeah no the it witches, was on the animania scale yeah no 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 no, no. Ear, scale, ear, earwig was not no oh well, that's I, right we did a crossover. yeah yeah we yeah. did a crossover with that and earwig is the worst thing I saw like this year uh, no the witches that was the thing too Trevor gave the witches a three that was your low score this year up till now. Mm. That was the Robert Zemeckis and Hathaway one where you were really offended. It was also just a bad movie. I'm not trying to like hunt you down for your score. I'm just trying to remember what I gave Earwig because this will determine like literally what I give this. And I, I hate to be like cynical like that, but like it matters to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I remember my. the thing I was trying to remember. Earlier. Yeah, I gave Earwig a two. You gave Earwig a three. So you think Earwig is better than this? Oh, easily. Yeah. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking at all. Uh, it comes back was- to that lack of pretense thing. And this this is the thing I, I wanted to like justify a two for. I think to wrap my head around because, you know, we talk about, oh, I know Disney. Disney's a brand and all the complicated feelings that go with being loyal to Disney, a brand and all that. And then being a multimedia conglomerate that's taking over the world and all that. But like, you know, I respect when they do it and Warner Brothers trying to do it feels so hollow and it's weird to recognize when commercialism isn't working. And the epitome of it is the Rick and Morty cameo, because you look at Rick and Morty, all the commercials that they've done where they advertise Hardy's Jr.'s cheeseburgers and shit like that. Yeah. There's this sense yeah. of creativity yeah. and play <coughs> and yes, cynicism and yes, lampshading that Rick Sanchez is in on the joke. I read an article about this at the AV Club, I think it's like it's the difference yeah, yeah, between yeah, selling out and being sold. And yeah. this is the Looney Tunes being sold. And uh, I don't, I, I hate to say it, the creative minds that created the re- Looney Tunes originally, like that's the thing, even with the, the Seinfeld version of this show, I I would argue the Looney Tunes in all contexts have ceased to exist. And that's kind of the, the sad thing for me. It's like more so than this movie, I'm like realizing that Space Jam can't get made anymore. It's just impossible. And it's also like the Looney Tunes are also secretly in my heart kind of dead. And that's 
dark. I, I don't mean to take that did away. You, like, did you not like the suburban show at all? Because that really that really lifted me up a little bit. I, I that. think I enjoyed several episodes of it, but I think it's a very different animal and creature. It is yeah. not no, that's Looney Tunes. And I think that's and I think that's like I hate to I hate to act like the, I'm this huge Looney Tunes purist, but like I think that's a thing. I think I keep seeing new versions of these things and I want to like them and I keep getting hurt. And it's just like the issue is like, I just want the classic Tom and Jerry episode where they're shooting rockets and it's like a war, but you know, you couldn't do anything cause they're firing like, you know, champagne bottles at each other. And it's like a whole like worm and they, and, they, and I just, I love the creativity of that just from a piece of art perspective of like them, like drawing these things and creating this beautiful symphony and timing it to music without sound. And I just think it has this perfect, element of just back and forth and i think that some of the looney tunes are legitimate pieces of art pieces of art and i think that it's it's sad to me that they can't exist in the form that they need to exist in the cons because i'm not trying to be negative about it i just you know i'm i fully recognize that people are legitimately correct that some of these looney classic looney tunes make our bad cartoons for kids because we should not engender the sorts of violence or other elements and you know but literally that's a terminology in D D now is where you bugs bunny somebody by cross-dressing and trapping them and that's like not a comfortable thing that we should <laughs> talk about but that's that's a whole Thing. Wow. No, it's literally like a bugs like you don't bugs bunny somebody in D&D because it's like an uncomfortable thing to talk about, like trans rights and other things. So it's like there is yeah. so much inherently uncomfortable about uh, to- Looney Tunes. But by the same existence, I just don't think like a, a watered down version of them works in any shape or form or context. But and there's something timeless I, about Daffy Duck going out to his introduction in the OG Space Jam and nobody applauding whatsoever. No one <laughs> No it works. Class. It works. It works. And that's the thing. There's nothing working here. Uh, I, 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 before, real quick, I do want to speak to when you said that another Space Jam can't be made. Um, I was perusing the Wikipedia page before we started recording. And um, yeah. there's, a little tab ca- there's a little tab called Future. Uh, I'll read it to you. After, after the release of the film, a third Space Jam was in the talks by director Malcolm D. Lee with Dwayne Johnson involved as a lead, transitioning on the sports genre from basketball to professional wrestling. So basically... I, I don't I don't know if Dwayne The Rock Johnson is actually in talks, but at the very least, the director has expressed interest in doing that. And knowing Dwayne The Rock Johnson and how much he likes doing these kinds of movies and having him just be yeah, the lead I of mean, films. I should note that like after it Space Jam, so like first they, they tried to get Michael Jordan back. And Michael Jordan's like, uh, no, no, no. I did that once and I, I hated it and I don't nah, want to do it again. Nah. Uh, now that, he, well, he just found making movies. Did he great. hate it? Did he I really hate it? Very boring. He was. He's said that before. He's like, I, I thought it was an incredibly boring experience because, like, you know, you're in a green screen studio for months at a time. Yeah, again, he must have been on a green screen for a lot of it. Yeah, he did those commercials, but the commercials, you know, you shoot for like two hours tops. You know, his commercials are never that involved. He's always just like, Haynes, buy underwear. You're like, okay, um, yeah, exactly. And so, like, buy my shoes. I think. So they, they couldn't get in Space Jam 2, so they kept being like, well, we'll do Race Jam with Dale Earnhardt Jr., or we'll do Golf Jam with Tiger Woods, or we'll do Skate Jam with Tony Hawk. Like, whenever there was, like, a big sports star who kind of had some kid appeal, they would try to throw it out there. And I think, I, I, I don't know if they'll ever manage it, but Dwayne is the one person where he's, like, such a, 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 a media mogul-y kind of ho, ho type <laughs> were like type actor because because he's because he's been doing a wide variety of film for yeah. the past several years so like right i agree well, he could so, he could actually make it work and, and wrestling is constantly trying he's, to like, like plausibly, pa- plausibly go out to the kids because they're they're they know their audience is getting older so like i could see vince mcmahon being convinced to license the shit for that you know but like, do also people want to like Can choke? You imagine Stone Cold Steve know. Austin just showing up. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, again, the violence thing. I'm, 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 I'm weirdly, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of down for that. It, like, but that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I feel like, I feel like the, like the average wrestling episode, like show, has like way more violence than this one did, and that was just sort of annoying to me. Sorry, I, I have an issue where like I want bugs, like I. <laughs> I don't want to sound like an old man or one of those terrible YouTubers, but at the same time, I'm like, just let Bugs Bunny be Bugs Bunny, you know, <laughs> like, you know, it's just, but it's also like a terrible thing to say, because I understand the context of why people are offended by him, because he is a show for kids. But at the same time, when I see it, I'm like, all right, he either needs to just be aged up and be content for us, or he just needs to not be 
I don't know. I, 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 I am both very confused. I do understand Warner Brothers perspective, and I do think that this is a great context because Warner Brothers just mishandles everything. So contextually, uh, overall, like it is just always a, an opportunity to understand like what Disney actually does well. And I think that's one of the things, too, is that as you look at parks and other things and you just you understand that, like, there really is like a, like, I mean, as much as you want to, like, give shit to Disney and like we can give shit to all corporations and blah, 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 blah. Like Disney is just so much better at corporating than anybody else. And it's like at some point you got to respect that game, right? Like you got to like you got to respect just like the fact that they're better at producing content for your kids because I'm sure when I have kids, like if I'm going to like want to get them in here, I want to have kids that are able to grab onto nostalgic elements and properties and do that. Cause that's just part of being part of culture. You have kids and I want to be thoughtful about what properties I kind of expose them to. And I'm sorry, it's better. And it was my generation. I just think it's an interesting idea to expose them to modern Disney properties. And I think that they ask more in, uh, interesting, involving questions. And so as they age up into this content of more like weird mid tier space jam style content they can evolve with a corporation and i think that's weird to even think about the fact process that i would invoke that but like i'm sorry you it's weirder in this day and age to kind of try to separate children from all of that because you just can't and you isolate them and you put them in a perspective where they're going to get picked on for not understanding the pop culture so it is kind of like a, a like it's one of those things like you know you can never win as soon as you get involved in the process. Sorry, me and Katie have been talking about kids. Obviously, this is something I've been thinking about. This, this, this seems like a, this seems like an offshoot of a very intense conversation, or not intense. It was a very intense conversation because we talked. What I have discovered is that a lot of things that you thought you would do with your kids are go out the fucking window as soon as you actually talk about having an actual kid, because then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I have, I might have an actual child. Well, he's never gonna play football, and I'm like, well, no, that's not what I said when I was this, and I'm like. You know, I was I was like, I'm a very like tough upper lipper. But now I'm like, nope, we're going to wrap you in bubble wrap, motherfucker. <laughs> this is how you get from point A. You don't need to walk till you're nine. You know, it's it's I, I don't know what the it, it, it's it's a weird, weird thought process to actually sit down and talk about kids. And I think that's it's making me realize, like, you know, now that I'm here and talking about it, like, you know, a lot of the times when I was a kid, I was just always against any form of like limitation of violence in the context of media, like the concept that we're removing violence out of Bugs Bunny always pissed me off to know it. Now that I'm here, I'm like, I get it. I get it. And I, uh, and it annoys me that I get it, I suppose. <sighs> yeah, we give it a we give it a uh, I think we give it I think. I can do math. We gave it a three out of ten. <laughs> so, yeah, sounds about right. Don't go see this terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, at that. That's that should be the simplest uh, fucking answer. Stay at home, everybody. watch it on HBO Max, and get drunk to make make yourself. I, I don't even know that I recommend that. I don't I don't recommend it. It wasn't that. even that fun though. That's the thing. It wasn't. Yeah. This is the first thing. I mean, out of four, like I'm like, I legitimately I don't care if you own HBO Max, it's practically free. Like, go buy Black Widow. Like it's worth it. Like I'm so, like, I mean, I I I I'm serious. Black Widow is a superior movie, which is not something I thought I would say, to be honest with you guys. It, it's 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 funny to me. It's funny to me all the movies I can say is superior. Uh I'm trying to think of all the movies that like uh the only thing I think you liked less this year was octopusy uh trevor Mm. you gave octopusy like a 1.5 really yeah you really hated octopusy it was just me and you on that cast we need to go back and listen to that because i'm i'm yeah i'm also worried i misdid your score on that one which is a total possibility that sounds really low like there's something about the horror of octopusy and watching james bond be put into a monkey suit that is like compelling not in a positive <laughs> like, way you really gave a bad something score to, there yeah yeah so. you really you, you really gave a bad score to octopusy i'm just not sure if it was like a 2.5 or a 1.5 i have it listed as a mm. 1.5 which is the only thing you've ever given a lower score than space jam now because <laughs> this well uh <laughs> if we ever get back to james bond maybe i'll go back and re-listen to that episode because i do like i do like those episodes i do like those we need to finish up james bond they were fun. We, we, we we need to do some more of them as we get through we actually it's just the summer now and everything's fucking coming out because you know we got to do old now as well old. Old fucking Shyamalan. all right for for the movie game <laughs> there's, there's, there's diaper full of diarrhea no have this old people is gross <laughs> Nothing diaper full of diarrhea gross. I'll say that. It, mm. it, oh boy, it's fair. It's also based oh, off of French it, comics, and, and, so and M. Night is always right better now, when he's adapting. You apparently, will, you will know the always second. Better. 
Are we sure about always yeah. adapting? Yeah. You yeah. will know the yeah. second it goes from the comic <laughs> to the M Night movie. You will know the second it happens. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's yeah, it's fair. That's fair. I, I'm definitely going to see I this movie eventually. Uh, uh, if you don't like it, I won't be shocked. <laughs> it is out there. Yeah. I never I, been in a big M Night stand. I feel old, I feel personally attacked by uh, this movie. Is the thing is I'll get to. We're gonna <laughs> review it next week. Check this out. <laughs> I feel old right now because again, I'm talking about having kids and I'm turning 31, and I'm just sort of like. This, this movie is just a personal assault Fair on my enough. exact Fair moment enough. in time right now. Fuck you, movie. Um, anyways, we'll get to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, for the Thank Movie you. Gang Podcast, this has been Ben Haworth. Peter Dancy. Bye, guys. Trevor Flynn. So long. I've been your host, Jack Newman. Thank you for listening to the Movie Gang Podcast. Head on over to the Tuscan Shred Media Burger, where check out all other podcasts. Coming back this Monday, we have the Pen and Paper Pod, our last two episodes of our Beyond Villains arc, uh. where Scree, played by Trevor Flynn's companion, just blew up a city and turned into a lich. And now Scree has his phylactery. And so every decision that that player now makes, or Ash or Tanner makes in terms of killing and murdering is going to be on Scree's conscious because he made the choice not to kill that phylactery. And then he Pompeyed a whole city, which is like thousands and thousands of lives, which should weigh on your conscience, Scree. It is weighing heavily on my conscience. Yep, you just let that happen. I like how, like, me seizing control of his phylactery for myself so that I have the power to end him. I get no credit for whatsoever. It's like, no, it's your fault for not doing more. And, like, you're right. You're right. Morally, you're right. But it's Morally, just like- I'm right. But I, I'm really I'm really just giving you shit to make shit happen in terms of our campaign. I'm just real. You have to realize I'm just I'm just a DM here throwing Play-Doh dolls around at a no, wall. No, you're just like, conflict. That's your I, job. It, so. it's, it's, it's what I want. I want you all to enjoy the experience. But I also want less PV, PvP, please. I want well, you Oh, I was looking uh, up ways to I was looking for chinks in Ash's armor so that in my level up I might be able to if I need to do something about him do something you about should, him but you should I don't be aware think yeah. that's, uh, I don't think he, that's gonna happen so. he's, he's level 16 and he can just cast apocalypse now he can just end yeah. the world because he feels like it so yeah okay anyways huh. <laughs> alright this is what high level play in D&D is it's a bunch of bullshit alright for the Movie Gang Podcast Trevor, Peter, myself and Ben thanks for listening